Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches doing work, changing lives. I'm your host, Dominic. I'm here with my guest, owner of Levy Fitness Academy in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, Mr. Levitson Andre. How you doing? Great. How you doing? Fantastic, man. Always nice to talk to another native Rhode Islander. Yes, Let's get into it. Tell us about the business. Tell us about Levy Fitness Academy. All right. So uh, Levy Fitness Academy is just a, a co- very community-based um, based, um, gym. Well, I wouldn't really call it a gym, you know what I mean? It's more of, it's more of like um, we're just building a community here. You get what I'm saying? So like we offer one-on-one personal training. We also offer semi-private group classes, uh, some very small memberships for people to come in and just do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? And then we're growing, so we're getting a new facility at uh, 8,000 square feet, which is going to offer a full membership, full-time membership, you know, 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through pretty much Sunday. So whenever you want to get in there, you're more than welcome to come in, get a workout. You know what I mean? You could do a day pass. You could get a monthly membership. You can do weekly memberships. We're going to have yoga, spin classes, um, hit classes, strength classes. Also, we'll have uh, punching bags um, laying around the gym, a couple turfs going on. So we have a four by, uh, by 20 yards turf. And then we also have another one, which is a 12 12 by uh, 40. So we're going to have a bunch of different like athletic, athleticism, um, prospect, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, We're going to have a bunch of like athletic spots you can work on. You know what I'm saying? So you can do the turf, use the sled. You could use like the jam balls, all that stuff, punching bags, like I said. And then we also have the strength area as well. So you're really on your way from emerging from a, a boutique coaching business mm-hmm. in a in an average size facility to something that's going to have basically a different possible training methodology different equipment different time access work by yourself work under a coach it's all going to be under one roof yes perfect perfect so take us back to when you started the business what your what your motivation was when you were like, all right, this is the time for me to be on my own doing this. You know, what what was going through your head that made you want to be a, a solo business owner? Because you had partners and things before, but to to be be your own thing, have your own brand and your own facility, how did that come about? And and where were you mentally with that? And and what made you make the jump? So I was um I was uh, pretty much not not happy where I was before you know what I mean I was not happy with the the people I was working with I was not happy with the decisions I always got overruled and that's one thing I hate when people tell me what to do man I've never been that type of guy to sit around every job I've ever been every every job I've ever worked at, I got fired so obviously it's not meant for me to work for anybody so I work for myself I have my very particular ways you know what I mean and all my girls can tell you that, like, Levy's very particular. He can be an asshole sometimes, and he can also be a great guy. You know what I mean? But it takes that to 
to become to become the person I want to be in five to 10 years. You know what I'm saying? You have to be a certain way. You have to have your ways. You can't please everybody. This is not a world you please everybody. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So it was really a matter of you needing to have that independence to grow, not just because you don't want to have a boss, but because you need to feel like you're you're reaching out and doing whatever you have the potential to do, whether it's making your own mistakes, learning trial by fire, you really just wanted to be independent to make those decisions for better or for worse. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we've always had, we've always had one goal in mind at the facility. You know what I mean? It's just change people's life, make people better. You know what I mean? Change your mindset, you know, cause it's not really about, how people look, you know what I mean? You can look great. You can be, you can, you can have 5% body fat, 6% body fat, but if you don't feel, if you don't feel good, that it, that don't mean shit. You know what I mean? You have to feel good. You know, right, right now I'm about 200 and like 16, 17 pounds. And I feel the best I've ever felt. You know, when I had abs, ripped six packs, all of that, it, it, I wasn't feeling good. You know what I mean? Now I feel good. I eat whatever I want. You know, I'm, I'm having a slice of pizza. As a matter of fact, as we're having this, this uh, podcast, you know what I mean? I'm having a slice of pizza yesterday. I had six tacos. So it's like, you know what I mean? Live life and like, enjoy, enjoy what you're doing instead of like, you know what I mean? Always punishing yourself, punishing your body. You know what I mean? It's more about being smart. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you're, you're coming more from a place of not trying to project society's goals onto people and push them towards a niche rather than just like, let's get you to a point where you feel like you have balance. Let's give you a balanced lifestyle. Yes. Let's give you a balanced lifestyle and a balanced lifestyle doesn't mean you drink every day. That's not a balanced lifestyle. You're just being a, you're being a dickhead, but like you have you have to be like a balanced lifestyle, meaning, okay, do well during the week, but don't be afraid to have a slice of pizza when you want. Don't, don't, don't restrict yourself. You know what I mean? You want six tacos, go have six tacos on a Tuesday night. You know, it's taco Tuesday. So, you know what I mean? Have your tacos. It's okay. You know, just live a good lifestyle and be happy. That's all. Happiness, mental health. That's the best part. Like your body being fit is not it. You yeah, have to definitely have just, just one piece of a big, big puzzle. So something you said, and, and I don't want to let it go untouched. It's going to be to the extent that you want to get into it here. You said something that kind of made me stop and listen harder. Part of what you wanted to do, you said, in going out on your own, was it was necessary to be the person that you want to be in five to 10 years down the road. What does that mean to you? So what it means is I want to be, so I want to be a I want to be a millionaire, and not in the in, in the sense of where I want to have all this money to myself. I want to be a millionaire so I can help others. You know what I mean? So I can make sure everybody around me is good. You know. So like, where where I'm going is to check to see who needs help around me and go and help them out. You know what I mean? If somebody needs a car, I want to go be able to go and purchase them a car. You know what I mean? If somebody needs a place to stay, I want to be able to do that. Somebody don't have food this week. I want to be able to go and spend $300 in food shop for them. You know what I mean? So, but we're on our way. We're almost there, you know? Yeah. So your, your goals are to be as successful as you can for yourself in the business, but yes. not, not because you want to go and flex on Instagram, but because you want to be able to 
help as many people as you can in your community, friends, exactly. neighbors, relatives, whoever it is. Yeah, that's always been the goal. Yeah. I mean, like being rich is not having a million dollars in the bank account. You know what I mean? Being rich is seeing everybody happy around you. That's rich. You know that's, what I'm saying? As long as, as long as everybody's happy, that's all. That's that's some real wealth right there. Having a business that you can leverage into money, into profit, that you can turn mm -hmm. around and, and do whatever you want with, right? If somebody wants to put it in the bank and leave it for other generations, that, then great, right? That's that's their that's their prerogative. Hey, but that's not mine. But I, yeah, I can get behind uh, where you're coming from on it, right? And it's going to be hard to ever beat you on motivation when that's where you're coming from, right? Because it's not it's not for you; it's for something bigger than you. So you've uh, you've grown. You know, in the time that you've been in, in been in business, you've grown into basically the cap, the maximum you can fit into your facility, right? You're looking at going into a bigger facility early part of next year. What do you owe that success to? How have people found out about you? Have you done marketing, advertising? How have you gotten people in? So I have a feeling that once they get in, you're all about the experience and really showing people how to change their lives. But how do you get yeah, to know about you? They're not going nowhere once they come in, bro. The, the, the experience here is different. You know, you walk in, it's just like you have a, you have seven beautiful queens just over there, just like, you know, saying good morning to you, good afternoon, just everybody with a smile on their face. You know what I mean? You come in and you're just ready to take on the world. You leave, you don't even want to leave. You know what I mean? When your one hour session is done or when your one hour class is done, you want to hang around and chill, but we don't have the space to, to, for you to chill around because we got to get the next people in. But the new facility, there'll be a chill spot where you can hang out and like chill after the class, you know what I mean? And bullshit around and all of that. So, but once you come in, the experience is very different. You know what I mean? So we have, it's a, it's a very young, young based place. You know what I mean? So like the, the oldest coach we have, which is Marilda, I believe she's about 31 years old. So that everybody else is 28, 29, you know what I mean? I'm 29. So, and then the youngest person we have is uh, 26. Okay. So, so it's really a, a youthful vibe, a, yes. a, a very upbeat. Yeah. And it's all female. I only, I only hire female coaches. Okay. Because there's no that, like, you know, that macho man mentality and stuff like that. And they take care of, they take good care of my place. You know what I mean? So the success, the success I own it to, to my uh, my good team because you need you need a you need a great team to be successful and then you need great great clients. I don't like to call them clients. I call them athletes. You need great athletes to be to go where you want to go in this in this industry. Absolutely. You know the last thing the last thing you gotta have in your mind when you start a gym business is how much money you're gonna make. That's the last thing that should be on your mind. Yeah. Go to people's life. Money comes. The money will come. So how do you get people to come? Has it all been word of mouth? Is it all referrals? Do you so do advertising? Word, word of mouth and Instagram. That's it. There's no advertising. So it's just, just posting whatever's going on, events. You need a dollar for advertising. And you've gotten to where you are solely, solely on just doing that, just working social media. That's it. That's that's pretty amazing. You know, a lot of people, a lot of gyms, you know, that we talk to, 
you know, they hit that 100, 120 client uh, mark. And then we were having a conversation yesterday that like advertising is sort of like online dating. You only have so many friends that can hook you up with somebody if you're trying to date or so many places you can go. And then, you know, you're out there on, on Tinder, on Bumble, trying to put yourself out to more people, right? Trying to get people to swipe right on your business, so to speak. But you've been able to just keep that going to the point where you're basically not not able to take any, if if many, new clients on. Yeah, so I, I'm actually at a cap for myself right now. So anybody that comes in, I, I dump them on my other coaches because I'm on a I'm at a cap at least until March, March April is of right now. But that that might stay like that for a long time because, like I said, my people are not going anywhere. Yeah, so. that's. That's not a that's not a bad problem to have for sure. No, no it's, it's a great problem to have. So let's talk about other services, other things that you're providing at the facility or that you might provide in the future. Obviously, training is your number one. That's the big thing, right? Coaching people, coaching athletes. Do you get into nutrition coaching, selling supplements, selling apparel, yes. online yes. coaching? What does all that look like? So I don't, I don't do online coaching. I'm not a, I'm not a, I know there's a lot of like money in online coaching, but I like to interact with my people. I like to see you face to face and see what it's really like for you versus reading your email. You know what I mean? Or just sending you a, a hard copy of, okay, here you go. Do 10 squats, 10 push ups, and 10 jumping jacks and you're going to look fit. You know, that's not my thing. I don't, I don't think I'll ever get into online training. You know, like, like what, during COVID, it made me reconsider it. And then, you know what? And I still put it aside and I was like, you know what? We're going to get through this and we're going to make it happen the way we want it to happen. You know what I mean? So we, we, we have, we sell merchandise. I sell, I sell drinks at the gym. I have a smoothie bar. You know what I mean? I don't okay. sell big supplements yet. Like I don't sell automatic. I don't sell like buckets of protein or anything like that, but I'll, I make your own, I'll make the protein shake for you with fresh fruits and all that stuff. Like, I'm a big believer on like natural supplements. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So a lot of shit, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Herbalife, you know, this shit suck. This shit suck. Advocate, Herbalife, they all suck. You know what I mean? And like, I, I've had them in the past and I'll tell you right now, they suck. They're the type of stuff that just works for you at the moment. And then, and then after that, you stop taking it, you go right back to where you was. You know what I mean? And it's just a bunch of bullshit on there. So if you if you ever look up their recipes or whatever they use, it's, it's it sucks. It's trash. Yeah, I I personally am not a fan of a lot of those yeah. the multi level marketing type supplements, yeah. the things that are just about you know getting your friends to buy. I've been real picky for the time that I've been in the business about I won't sell it if I won't if I won't take it. And there's only been a few things that I would even consider. So I'm right there with you, Dominic. Not to interrupt you, but. A 24-day challenge does not exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? It takes it takes three to six months for you to really change your body, not 24 days. You know what I mean? If you promote a 24-day challenge, please stay away from me. That's it. I I no I I get I see it all the time, right? People hitting you up on on Facebook Messenger. Hey, do you wanna do you wanna join my thing or hey, can I can I talk and, to you about this? I'm a very, I'm a very honest. I'm a very honest person when it comes to when it comes to this game, you know, like when somebody hits me up and says, Oh, I'm going on vacation. I need you to get me in shape. I said, go find someone else to get you in shape. I don't do no vacation. Um, 
I don't do no short term goals. You know what I'm saying? We have to build long term, uh, long term goals. You know what I mean? Like three, six months. Like I'm not here to see you three weeks before your vacation or before you turn 30 when you already look 45. Like I'm not here to change your life. Like you're yeah. going to change it for yourself and it's going to take a long time. And that's that. Yeah. I, I'm a big advocate, a big advocate of that. You know, a lot of the conversations that I have with gym owners are about when they want to come in and somebody wants to join, they want to tell them about their equipment and their facility and all the things, all the shiny objects. And the people who do the best are the ones that say, what's your real goal? Let's get to the bottom of it. Why do you want this? Where are you going? Do you know this is going to take a year for you to do it? Let's just talk about that right now. And and I'm sure people aren't getting anything but straight real talk from you when they sit down in front of you in the facility. Oh, they, hate they hate me sometimes because I'm very honest with them. That's one thing this world needs is people to be honest with each other. Yeah. And people avoid the honest conversations. Yeah. I like to keep it a hundred with everybody when it comes to that, you know? Well, it keeps you from making, you're not making anybody any promises that you don't believe that you, your facility, your training is going to be able that's why it's a different environment. What was that? I said, that, I said, that's why it's a different environment here at the academy. It's very different because, because I'm a very honest person. You know, I walk, by, I, I walk by a client that's not working hard. I said, if you go any slower than that, you're going to be going back in time. Like, let's go a little faster. You know what I mean? It's people really going to love you or hate you is what it comes down to, right? That's what it is, yep. I've had people walk away. I've had people quit, you know, it happens. In to a degree, there's how you deliver it, but it sounds like all you're doing is holding a mirror in front of people, not a literal mirror, but like, Hey, I'm just showing you what you're doing. Exactly. If you want to give me an excuse, I'm just going to show it to you. If you want to see progress, I'm going to show you what you're doing. Cause I'm sure you're just as quick to praise somebody or congratulate yes. them. If you see them in there busting their ass. Yeah, so like this week, one of my clients was in Miami. She calls me. Well, she didn't call me. She texted me. She goes, hey, I just wanted to say thank you. I feel so confident here in Miami in my bikini and stuff like that. I was like, yo, that's great. You look awesome. Like, you know, you've been putting in the work. Whenever you decide to show up, you put in the work. And then whenever you don't, you decide to act like a crackhead and you don't show up. Yeah, absolutely. So... I don't know what just you still see me? I still got you. We're still good. I, I don't know. I can't see you. I... So you've had some time in this game. And I, I feel like I know what you're going to say, but if you could give advice to other people that are in it, trying to figure out their way, trying to figure out who they are, what would you say the most important part of being a fitness business owner has been for you and, and what you would tell somebody above and beyond, you know, one thing to live by? All right. So the, the main thing is be yourself. Be yourself. If this is something you really want to do, you got to want to do this every day every day and night, you know what I mean? There's no such thing as a dream job out there. This is not a dream job. A dream job is sitting at home. I mean, a, a, a dream job is sitting at home and receiving a million dollars every week. That's a dream job and nobody has that, I don't think. 
at least. Maybe somebody out there does, but you got to be willing to do this day, day in and day out. You know, you got to breed and live this. You know, you got to want it and you got to do it for your people. Do it for your people and stay true to yourself. Stay true to your hustle and just grind, man. But take time off and make sure you rest yourself. You rest yourself, you know what I mean? And like be good to your body. Absolutely. Before we get all your information, your social media, that stuff out there to the world, to the listeners, anything else you want to tell us about the business? Anything else you want to talk about, touch on before we hit that last point? Yeah. So um, one thing I want to touch on is, um, so my, my gym is going to be the most expensive gym in Pawtucket. You know, so we have one around the corner. It's called Top Strength, owned by my buddy Steve, and he charges $60. So we, we're actually thinking about putting a hybrid membership together where you can pay $100 and go to both gyms. So um, we're thinking about doing something like that, maybe for like 10 clients or maybe 20. But um, so my gym, when I set when I set the price for $75 a month for a membership, a lot of people's like, Ugh, that's a little steep. You know, you got plenty of fitness down the street that's $10. Then you have LA fitness, which is like 30, 40 bucks. Same thing with edge fitness, you know, which is 40 bucks also. And then when they asked me, what's my take on that? I said, my take, my, my main thing here is you have a choice. You have a choice here. I'm not pressuring you to come pay $75 at my gym. I'm telling you that my gym is worth more than $75. Come in and see why it's worth $75. Versus, but if you don't like it, then you have plenty of fitness. Planet Fitness is five minutes down the street. Go, go there. You know, go to Edge Fitness, which is 10 minutes down the road. But you're going to see why Levy Fitness Academy 2.0 is the best gym in Rhode Island. If not in the nation, honestly, you know what I mean? So, because I can back that up. Like I just, I just traveled, I just traveled all over the country to test out equipment to put in my facility. You know, I flew, um, Arsenal Strength. You familiar with Arsenal Strength? That one doesn't sound familiar, no. Well, Arsenal Strength flew me out to Tennessee to go test out the equipment. So I, I, uh, I bought a bunch of stuff from Arsenal Strength. Then you, you familiar with Atlantis Strength? Yeah, I've heard of them. Atlantis Strength is based out of Canada. They flew me out there to go test out the equipment there as well. So I went there to test out the equipment. I told them some of this stuff was shit and some of the stuff, was, most of this stuff were great. They were probably the best equipment I've ever touched. They were better than Arsenal Strength. Some of the best equipment I've ever touched. But some of this stuff is like, there's no need for it. We don't need this, you know? <laughs> and then um, I also have PB down the, down the road from me, which is yeah. about an hour away. I've been in there, in there in this showroom, checked out this stuff. I have my sale guys there, Carlos, and he always helps me out. So like, you know what I mean? I'm not here to put machines in my gym that I haven't tested out. I have to go test it out in order to put it in my gym. You know, this lot, this month, this whole month of October was nothing but traveling. I went everywhere looking for the best pieces of equipment for my people, you know? So we're going to have, it's probably one of the only gyms in Rhode Island. There's probably only two gyms in Rhode Island that has a booty builder, the actual booty builder, which I, I'm going to have one of them in my facility, you know? We're gonna have about 10, uh, 10 Kaiser spin bikes. You know, Kaiser spin bikes probably the best uh, spin bikes on the market. You know, everything I put in the facility is to better my athletes. You know, and I pay top dollar for everything. I make sure everybody they have the best of the best. Absolutely. Well, we are just about out of time here, sir. Before I let you go. 
where can people find you online? Where can they, I know your website is not something you're doing a lot with, but what's your social media? Where can they find you? Uh, so, um, Levy Fitness. And then also, um, Levy Fitness Academy, both on Instagram. My, um, my business phone number is 401-743-5795. But mostly as long as you search at Levy Fitness on Instagram, I'm going to come up and you're going to see me over there acting a fool. <laughs> your, your personal is Levy Fitness and then Levy Fitness Academy is the facility. Okay. Right? Yes, yes. Perfect. Okay, sir. I appreciate your time. Thank you for being on with us today. It's been great. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. Dom, thank you so much. You're welcome. And to everybody out there listening, as always, we thank you for your time. We appreciate you spending some of your day with us. If you found value in this and you want to hear more episodes, hit the subscribe button. If you want to be on the show, click the link in the description, fill out the form. Someone from the team will get in touch with you as soon as possible. To everybody out there in Jim Lord's Nation, keep working hard, keep changing lives, keep kicking ass. Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. My name is Bree. I will be your host today, and I'm here with Patrick from Dream Fit in Fayetteville, North Carolina. What's up, Patrick? How are you today? Hello. I am well. You know me, just doing my thing, just trying to keep the dream alive one day at a time. That's all I do. That is Yes. <laughs> Love it. All right. Awesome. So let's jump right into the details here, wasting no time. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to own your own gym? Yeah, yeah. So how did I get started? So man, this is like such a fun story. So um, basically, like I've, I've always been training people at like in some capacity, like always. I just mm -hmm. always have. It's always been a thing. Um, I used to be a D1 athlete back in the day. Hashtag washed out athlete now which is okay um so I've just always been training people um ever since UCLA I always train people and then um you know I did like you know fitness competitions I did like all I've always been training people so fast forward into like post-college um I actually started working at a corporate office for the first time in my life because I you know I've always been a mover and a shaker so I was in the corporate life and I was like, yo, this is just not the moves. <laughs> it's yep. just not it. No offense against that world, but it's just not for me. And uh, I was I was training people before work, after work, on my lunch breaks. And like eventually I just had too many clients. And like I was like, you know what? Let me just become the dream chaser I've known I am. So I just kind of went for it. Um, and that's kind of how I got started. Um, I just was like, you know what? I've always preached it. I've always talked about chasing your dreams and you know, let me just open a gym and go for it and see what happens. Absolutely. So that's, that's how Dream Fit started about two and a half, three years ago. Awesome. I love that. So it was like, got to a point where you had too many clients. You had to make a decision whether you were going to go all in on the gym or just kind of keep doing what you were doing. Yeah. All right. 
Cool. So now what does your business model look like at the facility? Are we doing group classes, semi-privates, one-on-ones, open memberships? Kind of walk us through that. What does that look like? Yeah. So like, you know, as, as we've been like developing and growing, uh, we primarily do, it's, it's mainly like a private studio. We mainly do like one-on-one personal training. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also do the group fitness. Uh, We do semi-train just like most gyms. Um, We kind of have like your standard business model as far as like most small gyms go. Um, We are trying to lean towards more of like an open gym concepts to like more like unlimited training. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of like where we're like shooting for, but mainly just one-on-one training and group training. Yeah. Okay. And how many clients are you or members rather are you currently serving at the facility? Uh, we have about 30 to 40 right now. So we're, you know, a little on the low end right now, but you know, we're for per our size, it's, it's just fine. So. Okay. And how large is the facility itself? Uh, so it's about 2,600 square feet, give or take. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we definitely have room for growth. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So now you opened in 2019, correct? Uh, 2018, 19 ish around that range. Yeah, around okay. That range. Yeah. So it, that's like a, a interesting time. No, to, it's the worst time to start. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so did you have a larger client base prior to the whole COVID thing or were you just um, kind of getting ramped up and then. So like the story of how we started is kind of, it's not the greatest. So like long story short, like. So when I started, I was like, okay, we got this goals, dreams, attack, attack, attack. We got this. And uh, yeah, so my first year in business, um, a hurricane actually destroyed my gym. Um, Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. First year in business. So imagine being like goals, we got this attack, dream chaser, and then bam, gym destroyed. So we had a good amount of clients and then we lost all of them because of the hurricane. And then next year in business, COVID. So like, right. it's just been like a really uh-huh. dramatic and kind of slightly depressing slash exciting like journey so far. So right. So, yeah. yeah. It's like one hit after another. Every year has been a hit of something. Yeah. For sure. Right. Oh man. Okay. So now hopefully we're at a more stable point yes, now yes, as yes. far as outside influences going yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, um, on so <laughs> what's that? So knock on wood, we are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now what are you doing now as far as marketing goes or getting the word out there about your facility to get more people in the door? For sure. So we, we do, I think you're standard advertising where we have, uh, we have like our Facebook marketing, yes. uh, we have like email newsletters, we have, um, uh, we are standard like referral program. Uh, we also have just like, you know, door to door, just introducing ourselves to like other local businesses. You know, we're trying to do like all these small things that kind of like get more people to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously running like promotions here and there. Um, you know, some, some work, some don't, we're still kind of working the kinks on that. But I would say our primary source of marketing is word of mouth, like referral and uh, Facebook marketing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely good to have multiple poles in the water. I like to say as far as the advertising marketing piece goes, because you can't always rely on just one source. Um, So now with the forms of advertising and marketing that you're doing right now, how many new faces are you seeing per month on average, would you say? 
Uh, so it, it could definitely be better right now. Um, our gym is a little slow at the moment, which is fine. Uh, we, I would say, I'll, I'll just go by weekly. Weekly, we probably see about two to three new faces every week. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely want, would like to scale that number higher, of course, but that's right. kind of about where we're at right now. Okay. And what type of offer are you using to draw the attention and get the people to actually come in the door? Uh, so the offer we use, so we, we, we actually do a lot of like video testimonials. Uh, like we kind of like get some of our current clients and we kind of like Facebook market those. Um, that's usually like the main driver for our peoples. Uh, we do run a few like save 30%, save 10%, save 20%. We, know this, we do some of those here and there. Um, I don't see as much success in those, uh, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Results are huge as far as getting attention of new prospective clients. Um, They want to see those changes happening, the transformation photos, which you can't post on Facebook. Well, you can't use as an ad anyway, which is so frustrating because imagine how those would do. (laughs) So good. So good. (laughs) No. And it's like, it's so challenging too on Facebook. Like you can't say certain things. You say, you can't say transformation. You can't say weight loss. And it's like, yeah. you're trying to use the right words to convey the right message in like a roundabout way. Um, yeah, real thin. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you have to use your other social media pages to post the transformation photos, but then kind of get creative with your ads. That's for sure. For sure. Um, all right. So drawing in a, a couple people per week. So now as far as the sales process goes, I always love to yeah. talk about the sales process. And so kind of walk me through when somebody shows interest in the facility, they walk in the door, what happens next? Yeah. So if, if, if we get someone interested, they walk to the door, we usually sit them down for a consultation. You know, we kind of like learn about like their likes, dislikes, goals, kind of get a better understanding of them. Um, and then from that point on, we usually do our onboarding process and they, they, they typically sign up once they walk through the door. Okay. <laughs> they walk through the door to win for sure. Usually. Yeah. Uh, very rarely. I mean, if I'm handling it very rarely, is it not a sale, but, uh, the right. only challenge is obviously getting through the door. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Typically that's the case. So ideally in a perfect world, if you could put a number on the amount of faces you would like to see on a weekly basis, what would that be? Um, considering our, our physical gym size, and we do do a virtual space now, but as okay. far as our physical gym size, um, we would like to see at least five to 10, at least yeah. ten. that would, that would put us in a place where we can like start considering like expansion and new equipment, you know, the fun stuff. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's the exciting stuff. Okay. So now let's talk about that. The goals, the main focus is for 2022. What are you focusing the majority of your attention on this year in the business? Uh, the, my, my main focus right now is I, I want to get 10 plus clients a month um, mm-hmm. strictly because I, I want to be able to pay like my trainers more, like as okay. a business owner, like that would honestly really, really make my day to be able to pay them more and kind of get them more like buy-in of what we're doing. Yes. Um, I just, I just want to get our gym to a place where like the amount of effort that I put in <laughs> and like the amount of effort that like my team puts in, like reflects the pay and like the outlook of how our gym looks. So right. I just want all of it to like look congruent. Like if we're putting in mock effort I want to have like a pristine facility so um to narrow my answer uh just just pay my clients more and have better training equipment for everybody so that would make yeah 
Okay. All right. Absolutely. So now with your coaches, the way that they're being paid now, do you do it? Are they like salaried or are they getting a percentage of the sessions that they do or how does that work currently? Uh, so I mainly do hourly right now. Um, okay. it's, it's just, to be honest, more cost effective. Yeah. Um, so that's just the kind of how we are doing it right now. We do, I do have some like people that want to like, you know, rent the gym space. I'm a little hesitant about that one sometimes, but overall mm. we do hourly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like that you do hourly. Um, just from a business standpoint, it definitely makes more sense. You know, there are so many people that do like a barbershop model and they're like splitting revenue with their trainers and the business <laughs> itself is just missing out on so much money. And yeah. when you get into a situation, like you said, where you do grow and you can pay your trainers more and then eventually add in some type of commission on top of that to incentivize them to do more and make more sales and make more money for themselves. Yeah. You know, you get into a situation where you can actually provide them with a full-time position that pays their bills and sets them up pretty nicely. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's honestly, that would like literally make my day if I could do that. Yes. <laughs> really make my day. Absolutely. Who cares, who cares about me? I'm, I care about them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, and even better than that, if you could do the same for yourself, you know, there are so many gym owners out there who don't take a paycheck. You know, it's like you're working 80, 100 hours a week, making less than you would working for somebody else working 40 hours a week, you know? That is the game. That is it the is. game. <laughs> right. It happens so often and it's so unfortunate because you put in so much time and it's like you get into this business to serve others. And, yeah. you know, then you end up in a, a position where, you're not serving yourself at all. We, you know? we always just cry at night. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Night. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. So now, uh, as far as other services within the facility to provide your clients with a higher level of service, better results, are there any other uh, service offerings as far as nutrition goes or accountability or supplementation, anything like that, that you offer within the business as well? Yeah. So um, we, as far as like ups, upscaling or upselling, um, mm -hmm. we do offer like, we do have a certified train or certified nutritionist that we work with. Okay. Um, it's like something we offer. Um, I haven't really gone hard on supplements yet. Not saying I don't want to, because I do, because it is another way to, you know, upsell. It does help our clients as well. Right. Um, so like our primary upsell is just like different like tier sets. So like tier one is like your basic, just come and work out. Tier set is like nutrition. Tier three is like accountability, X, Y, Z. So like um, there's, with, we have like basically just different tiers to each of our programs. So mm -hmm. some people prefer less, some people prefer more. It just, just depends what they're looking to do. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So kind of based on that initial consultation, when you sit down with them, based on that goal, it's almost like you assign them uh, a level of service that best fits their needs at that time. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, I mean, the, the supplementation piece is a great way to create another stream of revenue for the business. However, it's, you have to make sure that you Approach that in, in the best way possible, because a lot of times the um, you're really not making much at the end of the day once everything is said and done because yeah. you're carrying stock, you know, you're ordering things, you're keeping them on yourselves. They maybe 
tell. They maybe don't. Um, so if you can get into a situation where you are, I mean, the best way to go about it is drop shipping. So you don't have to yeah. carry any, any stock, you know? Um, sure. So just ordering from the facility, but it ships directly to their house. And then you're making a commission off of that as the gym owner is definitely the best situation for that. Otherwise it's like a few dollars you make on every sale. And it's like, yeah, it's not even worth selling. It no, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Um, all right. So now looking to, get more people in the door this year, uh, provide a, a better level of service, provide not, not a better level of service, more, more service offerings rather. Yeah, sure. And then um, create a, a situation for your coaches where you can pay them more essentially. Is that kind of where we're going this year? Yeah. As a whole? That's, that's what I would love to see. Yeah. I like I feel like Dream Fit deserves to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It sounds like you've been through a lot over the last couple of years. That's understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. So that'll make it just even sweeter, you know, when you get to the other side. You've been through so much. So do you have a specific kind of plan in place to get you where you want to be? Or are we still kind of in the process of working out those details? Uh, so it, it's a lot of just like, like basically throwing spaghetti at the wall at this point where, you know, we're trying like different methods to kind of like get our people through the door and like where, where, we're, where we are located, you know, we're in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which if, if you're familiar, we have at least 15 gyms within five miles. Like yeah. the competition is definitely there. Um, so it's, it's creating that niche, just trying different methods and, it's a little frustrating, but, you know, we're just trying to figure out what works the best at this point. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And have you really defined your niche as far as who you're looking to serve? I, I tell myself yes, but in reality, <laughs> it's no, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, like, we are servicing a wide variety of clients right now. Um, our main clientele being, like, single moms or just, like, wives to, to be honest yeah um, that's kind of like our main clientele mm -hmm. um, but as far as like what is you know what is the specific niche that we try I tell myself we have one but I mean we really don't <laughs> yeah so yeah it is hard you know it's hard to really niche down and get super specific about who it is that you're serving in the facility because just like mentally it feels like you're leaving out an entire population of people that you could help right but then at the same time it's like if you are casting a really wide net like if we're trying to help everyone we end up helping no one yeah. you know so it's like we really as far as getting super specific it's very helpful too when you are running ads because then you can speak directly to the person that you're looking to get in the door right but easier said than done it gets hard to really get super specific about who it is that you are serving within the facility, but it sounds like you're getting closer to yeah, that point. Sure. Yeah. All right. So now <laughs> go ahead. What was that? I see, I think I'm just being too greedy. Who knows? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who knows? I know. Well, it's like, you know, like I said before, it's like you, you want to get as many people in the door as possible, but it ends up being, a situation where you actually end up being more profitable when you do get super specific about who it is that you want. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's hard to kind of get past that, you know, wanting to serve everyone kind of thing, because yeah. initially, I mean, that's what you get into the business for, you know? So for sure. 
All right. So now one thing that I would love to ask every gym owner that I speak with is if you could provide a piece of advice to somebody who is considering opening their own facility, doing their own thing, going their own way, what would that be? You've been through a lot. So um, <laughs> honestly, if I had to, if like aspiring gym owner, um, I would kind of, to be honest, I would tell them to probably go more into the virtual world versus the the studio world I mean so if you are going to do a gym I would personally say like go the studio slash recording gym route mm -hmm. versus like the big like small box office route personally um only because like I see more potential in the virtual space um but no I mean I would still say like go for it just be aware it's gonna be it's gonna be a fight and if you are faint of hearts <laughs> just be careful like yeah. for me at this point like it's whatever like I'm, I'm, right. I'm doing my thing um but yeah I would definitely like I would encourage them to focus a lot more on the like video slash studio gym feel versus like small box office gym mm -hmm. so <laughs> maybe unpopular opinion but that's just me <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I mean, that whole realm obviously took off over the last couple of years because it yeah, was yeah. the only option for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, to a degree, it is, it, it provides the opportunity to be more profitable. One, because there is no overhead or very little overhead. Yeah. And yeah. two, because you're not restricted by zip codes. You know, it's like you can help anybody from all over the world. So sure. it really kind of opens things up, opens up the opportunities. So, yeah, I mean, there's a huge and I mean, there are so many people that need fitness and nutrition. And a lot of people say like, um, you know, like it's a really crowded space or so many people. Oh, like, no. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like there are so many people in this world that need fitness, nutrition and accountability. So, sure. you know, it is not overcrowded. There aren't too many people. There are plenty more people who need help. So yeah, the, the opportunity is certainly there. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. And even so, it's a really good place to start. Even if you are considering opening an actual brick and mortar facility, it's a really good place to start online to build up a clientele, to have some money in the bank before you do yeah, open sure. a yeah, facility. Sure. And I would even go as far as saying like, still open the gym, like still go for it. Because mm -hmm. like a lot of the lessons you're going to learn while running your gym are going to help you a lot when you decide to make that transition too. So, um, and besides training people in person is fun. Like, yes, this is fun. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Yeah, fun. it is. It's always good to have that in-person uh, connection. So, yeah. you know, if you can do both, that's ideal because then you've yeah. got two streams of revenue. So, yeah, absolutely. All right. So as we start to wrap up here, where can the listeners find you on social media? Uh, so Dreamer Pat is like my main thing for just about every social media outlet. Um, so Dreamer and then P-A-T. Um, hence the name Dream Fit. You know, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, yeah, Instagram is Dreamer Pat. YouTube is Dreamer Pat. Podcast is Dreamer Pat. Just Dreamer Pat everywhere. All right. Uh, that's that's perfect. Super yeah. simple, right? Yeah. Easy to find you. Yes. All right. Perfect. So Patrick from Dream Fit in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's been awesome having you on the show today. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Good. Absolutely. All righty. And to all of the listeners out there, make sure that you subscribe so that you will be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, keep killing it out there and we will catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Words Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast, where we talk real business with real gym owners. I'm your host, Katie, and today I'm here with Matt Gulliver, owner of Oaken Iron Fitness in Raleigh, North Carolina. How's it going, Matt? I'm doing well. How are you? All right. Doing well. Thanks. Thank you so much for making the time to come on being here with us today. I'm super excited to chat about Oaken Iron. Um, So let's hop right into it. Tell us a little bit about Oaken Iron Fitness. What kind of services do you guys offer? So we are a boutique fitness uh, facility, and we primarily offer uh, group classes, but that uh, max out at 16 people per class. And that's kind of like our sweet spot. And then from there, we have a lot of uh, personal training we do throughout the day, and then semi-private, like smaller groups as well for four or under. Perfect. Yeah, I love that. You guys offer a little bit of everything, but, um, you know, obviously the group classes are fun, energetic, lots of camaraderie. And then, you know, you also offer those personal training for those that want the, the higher level of service and are willing to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Awesome. So I'm, I'm super excited to dig into that a little bit more. But first, give us a little background on how Open Iron Fitness came to be. You guys are a brand new gym, have only been open for a couple of weeks now. So, yeah, give us a little background on on the process and, you know, how you decided it was the right time for you to go into business for yourself. Yeah, well, I'll try to sum this up as quickly as possible. But I am. Um was an ex-college athlete, and I went to school to be a physical education teacher, so a passion for fitness was always kind of a part of my ingrained in me, Um, but I went into the corporate world, and I was in sales for years, and was very successful, but kind of just left empty on the inside, and I didn't really um, know what I just knew, and I wanted to do something that made me happy, so I, I started personal training on the side about eight or nine years ago after work. I would just, I got certified, and I would just go with my buddy's gym, and i personal training a couple hours a week. Um, and I got ended up getting convinced to leave the corporate world and start managing a boutique studio in downtown Raleigh about six years ago. And from there, I, I just kind of like a new light came to me. I was just significantly happier. I love spending time and helping people. And it didn't hurt that I got to wear sweatpants to work every day and uh, uh, made my schedule and I just was fulfilled. And then um, ironically, COVID is kind of a, what propelled me and just kind of started my own thing. So I had a son um, who's two years old now and then um, we got married. And so I think I just kind of started shifting my perspective. It all happened so fast in uh, five years of managing it. I kind of was just knew I was capable of doing it on my own. And um, it, it uh, started just by jotting down notes in a journal every day. 
And I quickly looked up and I was like, man, I kind of, this is kind of actually just a business plan. I should just put this, to, I should uh, act on this. And um, yeah, it kind of went from there. So I kind of put my vision onto paper and it's really cool to see it come to life. Yeah, absolutely. That that does sound really awesome. Um, so I think what, you know, a lot of our listeners and aspiring gym owners might want to know is a little bit of some of like the practical things as far as, you know, how did you find or decide upon your space, um, you know, as far as location, size, things like that? Yeah, so this was kind of a, a, a challenging part. So being that we were at a boutique studio, I've got used to navigating in like a small area and still being able to put like a premium service and getting super creative with group classes and formatting and how you alternate with partners. And part of our job as in, uh, fitness instructors is also to like educate our members on why they're taking rest or so the kind of you would set up these unique formats that kind of force them into rest so when I was looking I um I kind of really had like an area that I was looking but I I, I don't know I honestly it took me seeing multiple multiple places and it's kind of like when you buy a house for the first time you would see the first one and like that's it and then like I look back in hindsight and I'm glad I didn't overreact and grab the the first one I was just so excited to be going out on my own mm -hmm. um and I walked into a spot and ended up just being like uh, uniquely perfect for what I wanted. Um, it's uh, it's kind of long and narrow. And if you've been in some of like the bigger cities in like Chicago, New York or LA, and they'll have these right in downtown, I've seen some like premium top end gyms be able to work in these small areas. And now we're not small, we're 4,000 square feet. So oh, yeah. uh, it's, yeah, it's not tiny, but the um, the area is a little unique in that it's it's not super wide. So it's a long, narrow stretch where we have like a turf strip going down the center. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it was kind of a just putting myself out there and checking out multiple places. And, you know, once I kind of put my vision to light and how many people I thought I wanted it in class and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it worked out. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, kind of one of those things when when you know, you know, you know, yeah, <laughs> like you look around long enough, the chips are, are just going to fall into place. Um, so obviously, talk to us a little bit about what it has been like opening up a gym. Basically, I know we're not quite in the thick of it, but we are still very much in the middle of a pandemic. And obviously coming from, you know, sales and being a businessman your whole life, do you think opening up right now has affected things? Do you think it would be different if the pandemic were not a factor? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's been, um, it's been a challenge. And I think I've been in the game long enough that I do, I did have a, that I still do have a, a loyal following or support of people that kind of followed me with me. That gave me the confidence to know I could do this. Um, but having said that, I, the energy I've spent so far just navigating website inquiries and stuff about like our mask requirements and, mm -hmm. um, and we, so in Raleigh, we still have um, mask requirements. So uh, that poses a pretty large obstacle and some people are pretty opposed to it. So it's, uh, it's just been an interesting dynamic to kind of have to navigate that on a regular basis. And we have people who I know are like loyal to me, but if you follow the rules at this point, they're not willing to come into a gym at this point. So, um, right. and kill the masker off. So it, it's been a hard one as a business owner. You don't want to go make such a strong stance uh, one way or the other and, you know, uh, exclude one uh, half of the population by making that. So um, that I definitely think that's played a large role in things. But having said that, I think the world's so ready to open up that people are so anxious for physical touch and like interaction and community. And I think um, 
the Peloton world and the the uh, virtual tra training, some of that people love, right? Like I have clients who just like navigate to that now and that's their thing and they found a comfort zone and a routine. But for the most part, people miss that human interaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I've heard that from a lot of gym owners recently too, that they're definitely seeing an upswing in the amount of people that are wanting to come back into the gym in person. So Awesome. Okay. So now we kind of have a little background on you guys found out a little bit about how you started. Um, so I want to switch up and get a little more tactical with what you guys are actually doing in the business right now. Um, so what, you know, being a brand new facility, basically starting from scratch, what types of things are you doing currently to get people interested in joining the facility? Yeah. So we started with a kind of a, a low barrier uh, entry to kind of get started. We did it as like a Black Friday sale, but it ended up being so successful. We kind of just extended it. Actually, um, as of last night, put it on my website. So we're $30 for one walk-in class just to try one of our sessions. Um, so our Black Friday special was three for 30. You got three for 30. And it, um, it kind of was just something that like rang in my head. And I was like, it sounds good. Let's put it on paper and let's put it in Instagram and throw it out there. And we ended up selling like 50 within the first week or so. So I was like, oh, let's just keep it up there. This is working out well. Because um, at the end of the day, being a new gym, um, I'm confident in our services. And as, as long as you come in and see what the approach and our coaches and the education level, like I, most people just who give us a try, um, whether you choose to sign up with us or not, I feel that you're at least going to leave with a good impression and we have a beautiful facility. Um, you're going to tell people about it. So um, we have that and we do a um, $99 for your first month of unlimited classes, which is roughly half off. And then um, the other thing we've been doing is I have a couple of trainers who are not necessarily new to training, but new to my facility and new to our relationship. And we mm -hmm. offered six personal training sessions for 50% off for your up to six. Right. So, um, and that's kind of like a hot lead for them to get the opportunity to spend six hours with somebody and see if they can convert them to a full-time client. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so are you just, is most of your marketing kind of, has it been more organic through like, just like your own personal so social media pages or word of mouth referrals, that kind of thing? Or have you done any paid advertising as well? Yeah. So we haven't done any paid advertising. We ended up having about a two month delay with a little bit more of for our construction. So in a perfect world, I would have never um, chosen to open up two weeks before Christmas, three weeks right. before Christmas. So we've actually used this time as kind of like a soft opening of sorts and we're still fairly busy, but operationally this is giving us an opportunity to kind of make sure like all of our processes are efficient. Um, mm -hmm. And then we'll kind of start putting money into the marketing dollars in the new year. But right now we're just kind of relying on word of mouth and Instagram. And uh, we've done a couple like uh, sweepstakes type, you know, specials or tag a friend and do this to win a contest and win yeah. a Tumblr or win a free class. And we did one last week. And I, I don't know, it's obviously uh, personally, I'm not a huge social media poster, but, uh, uh, but as a business owner, you understand the importance of routinely being in something in front of somebody. Um, I think I did, we did something silly where I was just kind of like, tag a friend for a chance to win a free membership and we gave away two free memberships we ended up getting like 173 comments so we yeah. were like oh, wow you know so um from that we turned that into uh, we ended up sending every single person a free class and they had to redeem it though so they had to email us but it still turned into probably 30 unique walk-ins that we got yeah. from that and now you know time will tell we'll see what that turns into like if any of those people make a purchase but 
Mm -hmm. um, or you didn't cost us, cost us anything to make your post, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah, I love the idea of, yeah, doing just kind of the soft opening, starting off with maybe a smaller group, making sure that, yeah, everything's in place. You're not going to get overwhelmed. And then, you know, once you've got that down pat, just start ramping up in the new year. And I think, too, like that way we have time to get like our actual community more built because I went from downtown Raleigh to North Raleigh. So that's uh, a, it's a 10 mile difference. And that's, a, you know, you just, as you know, statistics will show that most people go to a gym within one, three, five mile radius. So like I'm getting a lot of new people that I've never met before. So I think if we wait till January, that gives us like this month to build up some new you know, community people who'd attend a grand opening party or a celebration mm -hmm. of sorts. Yeah, and that's cool too, because then it seems like the existing members, if they have the chance to sort of establish themselves as a community, get to know each other, they can act as like sort of a welcoming committee for the new people that are that are coming in. So very cool. Um, awesome. So um, it looks like, you know, like you said, we discussed before the podcast, you're at about 30 monthly memberships right now with a number of people um, having purchased, yeah, sort of punch cards or individual classes. Um, your goal by six months is to basically double those monthly memberships. Um, I guess my question for you is, do you have any sort of magic number long term as far as how many members you want to get to or what you think may be the capacity for you, either size of your facility wise or staffing wise? Do you do you have any sort of numbers there in your head? Yeah, so we're I mean, I'm personally a firm believer of uh, prestige pricing and like I'd rather have clients who are willing to pay money for a premium experience and not always be chasing tons and tons of numbers. Mm -hmm. So if we can get anywhere from that, like 100 to 125, like very loyal members. Um, and outside of that, then on top of that, we have our punch card members and we have our personal training clients. I would think that's like the sweet spot that I think we'd be pretty comfortable with. Um, obviously, anything above that would be incredible. And current format is we offer group classes at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., noon, 5.30, and then 6.30 at night. And then... I, with, with COVID and people who work from home now, there's a, just like a, you see it with your personal training clients, but a lot of people, a lot of people have significantly more uh, flexibility with their schedule and can train at three in the afternoon or four in the afternoon. So as soon as we start to get to a point of overflow where we're not, because uh, we don't want to water down our brand at any point, so we won't increase class sizes, but we will add classes to the schedule. Um, that would be my next plan as we would start to trickle in more classes throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Totally makes sense. Um, okay, so obviously a lot of your members and people coming into the gym right now bought sort of promotional products and things like that. But um, once you guys are kind of moving more towards those monthly memberships, walk us through what the process is from, you know, when someone raises their hand and says, hey, I'm interested in joining your facility until you get them signed up. Like, what is your kind of sales process there? Yeah, so we actually, um, and I think Alex is, might, might have been the person who recommends this. I could have, I could be wrong, but uh, like a free no sweat session mm -hmm. um, where we take a client, just basically a tour of our facility. We get us like a, a basic breakdown um, of what their goals are, what they're looking to accomplish. And it's my job right now. I'm handling that. Eventually we'll kind of um, probably spread that duty out, but it's mm -hmm. my job to kind of assess that situation and talk that person through whether personal training might be the right fit or a group class. And my schedule is designed where even if you're a, honestly, if you're a complete beginner and this is, I can tell you're going to be brand new to lifting. Mm -hmm. um, 
I would navigate you and tell you which classes you, you should attend. They're very, uh, each class has a very direct theme and thing that we're working on. So I would kind of say, hey, for your first, I would almost like give them a prescription of sorts and say, hey, for your first month, I just want you to attend Monday and Wednesday classes. Let's get a solid base on you. Then we'll trickle in another class over time that kind of like works best with your programming. So we're not ramping them up too quick. Um, so we don't have like a founders, like they don't have to go through an introductory course or anything okay. like that. And I try to kind of almost like screen them in the initial um, thing. But having said that, people who know me, there's no layer if they do, if they do want to make the purchase directly on our website, they're able to make that purchase and attend a class for the first time. Oh, wow. That's cool. That makes it, makes it nice and easy on you guys and them. Cause some people might be. Yeah, like I said, the convenience, not having to schedule a time to come in to talk to you. They can just show up at class time. Yeah, and our, and we make a concerted effort for our programming that in theory that if, you know, let's say you're a top level athlete and I'm a beginner and you and I end up having to partner in a class based off of like the way it lines up, the class can be extremely challenging for you. And again, I get, there's regressions that are offered for me at the same time. So you might be doing some form of, you know, double rack, kettlebell squat and I'm over here just doing a body weight squat onto a box um mm -hmm. so we'll build in the regression into the programming that um there's not like a lot of negotiation sometimes it's just like hey you're gonna do this one you'll do that They'll, it'll be on the board and we'll kind of tell people where they need to be at yeah yeah definitely um okay so tell us a little bit about um what your actual memberships are what kind of options people have when they're signing up and what um they include and what those price points are um, so we have our monthly unlimited membership, which we have a founder special. So our founder special is basically like our, our early adopters, the first 50 people who um, sign up with us, get the $174 per month membership, which will go to 209 once we uh, hit that number. And I think we're at, we're at 30 something. So there's like 18 remaining at this point. Um, and then it's 189 if you're looking for 12 classes. And then it's You've got me. I don't have it all right in front of me right now. It's 169, I believe, for the uh, eight classes. Um, and each of the different tiers of membership include different um, uh, little perks with them. So the uh, monthly unlimited, they get 10% of all of our merchandise. So basically, we like mark off most of the, any markup on our products. Um, they get a quarterly in-body um, weigh-in. And then they get a free guest pass per month to bring a friend. Um, so those are kind of some little perks we'll add on there. And then they get discounted if they want to continuously bring a friend opposed to that friend having to pay walk-in. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, so obviously with you being a brand new gym, um, let's talk a little bit about what your hiring and training process was as far as trainers. I know a lot of people tend to pull trainers from their membership, but you didn't really have that luxury. So did you, um, you know, were, was the people from the facility you were previously working at, or did you just go completely outside looking for people? Yeah, so mine is um, all over the place and I um, love, love, love my team. I mean, that's kind of probably what I'm most proud about of anything. I put a lot of effort into this facility and I think we would probably be considered aesthetically one of the most beautiful studios in the, the Raleigh area, if not all over. I think we put a lot of effort in that, but the team itself, um, we're like a perfect blend of unique diversity of like, uh, even how I've met these people. So one, I brought my sister with me. So my sister worked at my old gym with me and um, I kind of convinced her years ago. She was a college cheerleader and um, I convinced her years ago that she should look into training, but she's actually a full-time uh, project manager with Cisco. 
Um, and she just trains on the side as well. And she's been doing that now for like six, seven years. So she's a part-time coach with us, but someone that I can trust on a drop of a dime, like, Hey, I need you to teach class tonight. She'll just, but she also just like is passionate. She's incredible. She's smart. She's super strong um, and well-respected. Um, and then one of the other um, girls I brought with me, Jenna, she uh, was a nutrition coach at my old gym. Same thing. We've just had a relationship. She had stopped working at my old gym way before I had, um, but we had always kept in good contact and we're good friends. And I brought her um, with me as well. And then two of the other people were, um, is ironic, as funny as it sounds, I just went through hashtags on Instagram and I like was like scouting people. And I found two people that caught my eye and I months and months ago, asked them to grab coffee. And then we kind of started developing a relationship and I look for people. I think, uh, I think people will stay with a, a trainer will stay with a better, uh, or I'm sorry, a client will stay with someone who's a good person mm -hmm. more than they will just a good trainer. Who's not a fun person to be around. So I look for people that like, I could see myself spending hours a day with, but also I knew clients would like connect with them. Um, high energy, just fun, like positive people. So I found two people that have just like incredible backstories that have been so inspiring to me. And I'm so happy to have them on. So one's um, an ex NFL player. He played, he was a paratrooper in the army. Um, and his name is Rich. And then uh, the other guy got, his name is King actually, K-I-N-G. Um, and he is a, one of the most fascinating stories I've ever heard. He's um, from Gambia and uh, he is the largest marathon runner in the world. Probably he's like a six foot 11, 260 pound uh -huh. marathon runner. Like, yeah, so it's a it's a really cool story. He played basketball in college and then played professionally, but uh, had torn his knee and kind of went through a bout of depression and gained a ton of weight and started running to the gym every day. And a, and a trainer was like, man, you're here more than us. You should get certified. And he was like, oh, and I guess he had never crossed his mind that he could mm -hmm. teach someone exercise because he's still naturally a big guy. And um, he went got certified, got a CSCS and started training like six years ago, lost 180 pounds. Um, and as a runner, he's like sponsored by Nike and all sorts of people. And he's like, he runs at New York marathon, Chicago marathons, and he is a large, large man. <laughs> That's so cool. That's such a good story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I actually kind of have the same philosophy. It's one of those things with hiring trainers is, the, the technical things and the the form and the fitness can all be taught to people, but you can't teach people how to have a personality for training. So yeah. And so and then on top of that, we have two other um, Liz and Callie are two of my other staff and they work my front desk, mm -hmm. um, but they're both aspiring personal trainers, but they're both college educated people who have professions who are interested in the profession. So I run like an internship for them. Okay. So. We also spend uh, time throughout the week where I'm just basically teaching them from the ground up, like almost like a course I've made for them mm -hmm. on like best practices to be a trainer from technique to sales, to assessment, to um, progressions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, and they're both studying to take their test in the new year as well. Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool that you're able to do that for them. I'm sure that's, that's super helpful. Uh, awesome. So, you know, we, we know how you get people interested in signing up. We know how you sign them up and we know how you execute, you know, your group, your core offerings of the group classes in personal training, but let's touch on what else you're doing to add 
more value to the relationship with your clients and help them kind of get the most out of their membership. Um, so do you offer any additional services such as, you know, online coaching, uh, nutrition coaching, supplement sales, apparel sales, things like that? I know you yeah. had mentioned apparel a little bit earlier. Yeah, we do have apparel. This right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we actually put a lot of effort into our branding. So we uh, have at been crazy successful with our branding. Um, I actually hired Paul Toretto, who in the Raleigh market is like a super popular, trendy um, mm -hmm. uh, brand marketer, but he's done it for like lots of our like high-end restaurants in town. Um, and he did it for a hotel, but I've always just kind of been attracted to his work and just uh, ended up getting referred to him. So we uh, started with just like, oh yeah, of course we need gear. But then he came up with like such a sleek, uh, incredible design that like our apparel sales were out there out of this world before we even opened our doors. Mm -hmm. um, so people just that even like just didn't know if they'd even come to the gym. Like, yeah, I like that. I want that. <laughs> and so it's a cool story. I can tell you the story about the tree in a second, too. But um, yeah. and uh, so he uh, that we have apparel sales. We do do we have nutrition coaches. So we have um, three different nutrition coaches on staff. Um, so my sister, Jenna, and we also have another um Nutrition Coach that we outsource to. Uh, we do do virtual programming um, where we'll write people's program. We use uh, Trainerize for that. Um, and I would say I'm still personally trying to balance that one out right now. I think it's obviously a great source of income, but it ends up, it's, I've had trouble personally finding the value, putting that like once someone pays it to me, is it worth my time and effort to get into it? without coming out with like this overarching generic program, which is fine. But when you want something really personalized and it takes a lot of my time, you know, um, but we have, we've had a lot of success with it. So it's really hard because people enjoy it. Right. Um, and, uh, and, I, and I think it's a cool way for like, I have one of my best friends who's like stationed in Japan right now, the Marine Corps has been doing my program for months oh. and he like, it's attached to the app. And some of my childhood friends are, in Cincinnati or Ohio or Winston-Salem. So we're all over. And it's really cool that they're able to not only support our gym and support me, but I'm able to help them from afar as well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we have an in-body scale on site as well. So we'll do like body composition and people can pay one off for that or do like a 90 day, you know, before and after type thing as well. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds like, yeah, you guys just kind of cover everything. So that's perfect. Um, okay. So, you know, we, found out how you guys got started. We talked a little, you know, a bunch about what you're doing now. So let's shift our focus now to the future. What are your goals for the next year or two? Do you guys have any plans, projects, things that you're hoping to accomplish over the next year or so? So we're, my philosophy and everything about it is, is making us uh, stronger, making the community stronger one person at a time. So we're all about like just giving back and making our presence felt in the community and not just for being like a a fitness place but you know contributing to our society so um like we we just did a um we raised uh, money and supplies for teachers when the school year started um we're going to be working with a um it's called no woman no girl working with another nonprofit early in the year um which is like women who felt have uh, gone through like domestic violence and stuff like mm -hmm. that and are trying to get back on their feet or are in poverty so we're, we're always like looking at ways to contribute and i think that kind of like takes care of itself in some ways, you know, I think I do enjoy um, helping, but it also that, I, you know, I'd be naive to say it is good PR. It does get people attracted to us and, and do those things. So I think really it's just to make our, like, make our presence felt in the community and let us people know. I mean, I'm confident that, uh, and not necessarily field of dreams, like you build it, they'll come, but I just know, like, 
foundationally, like we have a great business plan and we have an incredible team in place. And um, there's circumstances that are outside of our hands with this pandemic, but um, I have a, I'm also super stoic in my thoughts. And I think whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And, you know, I'll put my best foot forward every day and bring the right attitude and, um, you know, sh share that with my team. So. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds awesome. Um, okay, so we are winding down on time here, Matt. Um, so I do have one last question for you. Yeah. And that's if you could go back, and I know it's not very far back um, for you, but I'm willing to bet throughout these last couple of weeks and even, you know, leading up to the gym owner opening, you have learned quite a few things along the way in the process. Um, so, you know, if you could go back, give yourself or our listeners one piece of advice about running your own business, what would that be? Oh, man, that's a, um, I should have better prepared for this one. Off the top of your head. If I could give myself one, piece, it's, it's honestly, it's like uh, the same thing I tell any of my clients, right? Like when we don't, um, we get so bogged down by our work and by our kids and everything else that we forget to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that that same reminder, I have to kind of remind myself with every day, like if I'm um, getting to the root of your why, like the reason I went into business, right. Is, is I eventually want to make sure that I'm a more available father. Mm -hmm. And um, for the short term, I'm, I'm going against that goal right now, which has been right. a little challenging for me to be away from the home more than I'm used to. But uh, I think it's just always remembering, remembering your why, like why you're doing this. And if I'm getting so bogged down that I'm losing the ability to be a present dad and husband, then um, what am I doing this all for? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, that and working on yourself, like don't like negate your own workouts and your own personal time and things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. That's wonderful advice, not only for gym owners, but really for everybody. So. I love that. Um, awesome. So yeah, it does look like we are out of time here. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Matt. Before we go, for all of our listeners out there, uh, what's your website and where can we find you guys on social media? Yeah, super simple, but super long, but it's oakandironfitness.com. And our IG handle is also just oakandironfitness spelled out and is spelled out. So yeah, check us out, follow. We're brand new. We're up to, uh, I think about a thousand followers, but we've only been open for about 15 days. So we're doing all right. Yeah, sure. Sounds like it. That's awesome. All right. So to all of our listeners out there, thank you for spending some time with us today. We hope you found some value in my in my conversation with Matt here. If you'd like to hear more, be sure to click the subscribe button. And if you'd like to be featured on the podcast, click the link in the description, fill out the form, and a member of the team will be in touch as soon as possible. This has been another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. We'll see you on the other side. Gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.